If you're listening, you have reached the latest episode of The Ugly Truth. And today I'm telling Paula about a dream that I had this morning. We're doing a little celeb news and I am still trying to convince Paula that she should check in on The Bachelorette. All of this, plus some ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? We are very judgy and we're really fucking good at it. Paula? When I start talking to you, that's when it's okay to talk. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 445. Side note, for episode 444, we did not do the UG. Oh, really? No. Daryl comes in. He goes, your fans are not going to be happy. And I go, why? He goes, you guys didn't do the UG. And I'm like, we did it? Oh, my God. That's so weird. It would f- You would think it would have felt weird not to do it. Well, I, I didn't see any uh, torches or pitchforks, so uh, <laughs> I think we're okay. But I think they secretly go, oh, I can't believe they didn't do the UG. You know, maybe in their mind, they were just hearing the yeah, maybe the, just like we do the We're Sisters Who podcast. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I didn't even realize it was. A, so lately, Olivia's she's into these secret talents that she has. She has another right. one that I have yet to videotape. She mm-hmm. can she can beatbox. Did you know that? Why would I know that? I have no. Why would I know that? But I don't I was, know. <laughs> I was pretending the other day. I'm like, hey, Olivia. And I like pretended to beatbox. And then she's just like, she's like, mom, watch this. And so she was doing it. And I was just like. What the fuck, Olivia? I'm like, where did you get this stuff? You know? That's so weird. And she is just like me because we were at Ross the other day and this song came on, you know, it's like elevator music basically there. Mm -hmm. And, but it sounded kind of like spy music and all of a sudden she like stood in place and then she put up like the Charlie's Angel gun and then she started kind of like skulking through the store. And I'm just like, I'm like, what are you doing? And she's just like, she started making up like this little dance routine. And so then I started filming her. But I it know. is. She's so weird. Anyway, so I said, well, I yeah. bet you can't do this. So I did the Nagarelli. I'm like, ah! <laughs> you know, I can't do it. It's really early in the morning right now. But yes. I did it. And she's just like, so she tried it. And it was just like, ah! <laughs> and she's like, how do you do that? Ah! And she's like beating her throat. I'm like, I'm like, it's a very practiced talent, Olivia. I'm like, yeah. And, and if like, basically you need to do it in the hallway so that she can slide on her knees. <laughs> That assists. I don't know that I could do that today. Listen, if you're going to recreate Grease 2, Johnny Nogarelli in the bowling alley, then you have to do it properly. So she has to slide down and go, ah, and then she's got to do the Hey Paulette. And then someone's got to go, hey, Johnny, Johnny, won't you pull that strike? And I just might. And you got to do the head swivel, baby tonight. And then she can be integrated into the world of us. Yes. She's got to be able to do it. And then there's that. And then there's also the uh, the Mariah Carey that Stephanie can do very well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I can't do at all, but she can do it. Stephanie can do it. And so Ryan does the funny like Christina Aguilera where he like pretends to plug his ear with his middle finger. Oh, and yeah. then he's like waving his hand in the air, you know? Yes. All the levels. All the levels. <laughs> Yes. You know, and then he's whoa, like wincing his eyes. Whoa. He's just like, yeah. And he's like, whoa. <laughs> yes, you, you know? gotta do it. He's making fun of <laughs> yeah, like she's doing all of her arpeggios. I know. Anyway, um, all right. So, really quick, I had the craziest dream this morning right before I woke up. So did I, but go ahead. Well, you can tell me yours after I tell no, you. No, I don't want to. It was weird. <laughs> oh, okay. 
I had a dream that I was driving a car, a big blue suburban, like Ford suburban car, you know, those big ones. Yeah. And I just was driving it and I had, there was people in the car. It was like Daryl and the kids and we, and I was driving and we're like, okay, well we got to go. So I was driving kind of slow or kind of winding around because there was a lot of people and when there's, and there were kids and stuff. And I of course didn't want some kid to come flinging out and me hit the kid. Mm -hmm. So I pulled out from where I was parking on the side of the street and I was taking off and sure as shit, a little girl flung out. And I nailed her in the leg with my car hmm. and she was probably like six or seven. And it, I mean, obviously I was ter- I was absolutely mortified. So I pulled over immediately and ran over and I was crying and I'm like, someone call 911. And she's like, no, she's going to be okay. I'm like, no, 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 no. We're not playing that game. Call fucking 911. Bullshit, honey. <laughs> yeah. And I was absolutely just devastated, devastated. Now, People were looking, going, well, it's really clear that you were literally already past her when she ran out. So she like hit the like the left side of your car. It's not like you hit her head on. And she mm-hmm. was walking around. And then I saw her leg and it was like beyond swollen. I'm like, no, 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 my God. You know, oh, I was expecting it'd be like exploded open with like blood everywhere or something. No, it was I barely nailed. You know, I barely nailed her. And so out of curiosity, <laughs> As Ferris Bueller said, I barely <laughs> touched you. <laughs> <laughs> so. Out of curiosity, I looked it up in my dream, you know, my dream website, because I'm always curious. And it says, first of all, it was a new car. And so it says driving a new car means that you're headed toward a new direction or a goal. You're deviating from your original path. If you dream that you hit or ran someone over that car, it implies that you have hurt someone in order to move ahead in your life. And I'm like, who have I hurt? I I haven't hurt. I haven't even done anything yet. But you're just plowing through people to, you know, maybe, but I but I like nicked someone. And then it says to dream that you're driving a car denotes your ambition, your drive, and your ability to navigate from one stage of your life to another. Consider how smooth or rough the car ride is. Well, I hit someone. So I'm going to say it wasn't smooth. You barely <laughs> touched your. Barely. Maybe it it's, just means that like you're probably going to have to sacrifice a little bit of time right. like, dedicated to your family to get to your goal, which I mean, everybody has to do if they're going to sure. be, you know, going to get some education or going back to right. work or, you know, there's always sacrifice involved. Right. Says so, so if you're driving the car, you're taking an active role in the way your life is going. Overall, this dream symbol is an indication of your dependence and degree of control you have on your life. It says to see a child says you're trying to still satisfy repressed desires and unfulfilled hopes. Perhaps there's something you need to see, grow and nurture. Take some time off and cater to the inner child within. I think it's time to stop breastfeeding Daryl. <laughs> oh, he'll be he'll be devastated. He's like, no, he'll be absolutely I can't devastated. Stop the three I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> I know. God. It's so true. It is so true. No, actually anyway. I thought you were gonna go a different direction with driving what? by the school. Jamie, I shit you not. And I know you're one of the people who do it and I hate what? it. But what? the speed limit at the school is twenty five miles per hour. Yeah. And that's already slow to me. And so the people who, once they approach the school, drive even slower because Mm. I don't know if they think that a child's going to fling its body onto the street (laughs) or what's going to happen. Literally the other day, the person in front of me, they were going nine miles per hour. And you were mad. They had their window down. (laughs) I had my window down and I was screaming and and I was behind them and they were going so slow that the speed of sound was going to catch up. And so I'm like, you're going nine miles per hour. 
That's great. So they bumped it up to 17. And Woo! I'm just like, 25 is already slow. Like, like children are walking past you. Yeah. You know, what's funny is you're right. I am one of those people. And I get this weird, like, weird thing up my spine when I see children or when I'm near a school during school time. I am so afraid that some child's going to go flinging out into the street. They never do. You think the child's going to fling its body in front of you. <laughs> I do. And it, it never happens. But like they have these superpowers. I know. I know. <laughs> You're going to be at the high school and think a ball's going to roll in the street. And I'm just like, what high schooler do you know that plays with a ball? <laughs> well, and that's and the thing. And then just, you know, blindlessly chases. You know, they're practically 18-year-olds. They're just going to be like, I'm just going to run in the street without looking. I think the thing is, is that when I was growing up, there was a lot of PSAs about children with their little red ball going out into the street and children chasing after it. When I was in uh, first grade or second grade, we actually did lose a little girl in our classroom who got hit by a car. There you go. That's first grade, Jamie. That's like six. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it and was the she way was I at was at her house. It wasn't at school. I just think it was the way that, that, you know, every generation has a PSA. Like for our kids' generation, it's don't smoke because your teeth will fall out or whatever. Or vape, or, vape or, what, or, whatever. or whatever. For for our my high school generation, it was drunk driving and to say no to drugs. When I was little, it was don't run out into the street with your ball because some fool is going to come and mow you down. And that was, I think, why I'm like that. It really just stuck with me as I got older. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day. <laughs> God, I did post it, but I, I just keep thinking about it. They kept showing all these scenes from movies where people were stuck in quicksand. Oh, and, <laughs> yeah. And it said, you know, when I was little, I always thought quicksand was going to be a much bigger problem yeah. when I was older. And yeah. I'm like, I really did, actually. I thought yeah. that shit was everywhere. I did, too. But, I really did, you know, too. I didn't realize it, it just... It just isn't because in movies, no. it made it seem like, you know, that was like, you know, your death. If you stepped into quicksand and you never knew where it was coming. Stephanie and I used to watch Lassie on TV. Mm -hmm. Why? God. What do you mean? Why? It was a good show. It had a dog in it. It was really sad. smart. I know. No, it wasn't sad. So we would watch it. Granted, either me or Stephanie would cry almost every episode because we were sure the dog was going to be killed or harmed in some fashion. But that's he, why I said it was sad. He was always the hero, and Lassie, nee 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 nee. And so <laughs> there was a quicksand episode where little Tommy or Timmy or Jimmy or whatever his name was got stuck in quicksand. I'm like, this is filmed in like California. We have quicksand in, in California, in Burbank, yeah. <laughs> in the hills of Burbank, someone's backyard. I'm like. I didn't know that there was quicksand here, but you know what? Lassie got that stick and pulled his ass out. And I'm like, well, I don't have a dog who can do that. Well, I'm fucked. Yeah, really? But yeah, I was, I was afraid. We used to watch Tarzan and then somebody would cut like, Taffy. Taffy couldn't hear a damn thing. She'd look in the opposite direction. And then she'd go back to like licking her cooch. <laughs> and it's like, well, or like the Tarzan one where someone have, would have to m machete a, a vine to get Tarzan out. It's insane. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. I, I, you're right. We were very afraid of quicksand back in the day. Absolutely true. Mm -hmm. All right. I have some pseudo celeb news or celeb news now because a couple of things have happened since uh, I created this outline. The very first one, most importantly, is James Lipton died. Oh, he I don't know who that is. The actor studio. Oh, the one we did that horrible episode we did. 
It's so funny you mentioned that because I thought the same thing. I go, remember when the actor studio was really super popular because they had a ton of big names come out there and do the interview in front of the audience of the acting students. And then James Lipton had like a giant, like 500 cards of questions and, and interview questions and stuff for these people. And we thought it would be hilarious to do the same thing. And it was horrible. I don't believe that was our idea, but... Terrible. Oh, no, I think it was my idea. I, I will take oh. full credit. I just thought it would be really, really great to interview each other so we could have the listeners find out new things about us. But, lo, we tell everybody everything anyway. We don't need to do an interview with each other. So... Right. Anyway, he was 93. He passed away, his wife, of like 50 years or something incredible. And he was very well respected in the Broadway community and then obviously at the actor studio. So it was really sad. And it was funny because a lot of people are saying, I wonder what he said when, you know, I wonder what he said when he went to the pearly gates. Because, you know, number 10 of the questions that he would ask at the end, is says, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? And he said on Good Morning America, like in 2012 or 2010, he said, if heaven exists, I would say, you see, Jim, you were wrong, but you can come in anyway. That's what he figured. And I'm like, that makes me kind of sad. (laughs) I hope it I hope it exists for him. I, I hope he I hope he absolutely was humbled and then sauntered in with his giant cards I think that'd See, be really I would think God would say something like, it was 50-50, Paula, but I was having a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling nice. The coin was in your favor this morning. Really? <laughs> so. I picked tails, and right? I know you like tails. <laughs> I always pick tails. Do you? Yeah. I think I do, too, actually, if I think about it. I never pick heads. I don't know why. I just feel like it's so cliche to pick heads. I know, right? I like I've tails as well. I've always picked tails. Tails feels like the underdog. I think that's why I pick it. Tails always felt rebellious for some reason. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. It's like the underdog. It's really weird. So like heads or tails. I'm like tails. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I, I, I just know. say it so, you know, like salacious tails. <laughs> <laughs> so did you read? Now, were you a big Judy Bloom reader or was that before after your time? No, Olivia and I are currently reading. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Interesting that you say that. A movie is coming out about the book. They're no. doing a they're doing a movie. Well, Judy Bloom is in part of is part of it. She's overseeing it. It's not like somebody just pulled the rights and said we're doing it because Judy Bloom is still living and she's fiercely protective of her work. I just don't know. They're going to get some stupid bullshit, you know, teenage actress. Well, it's an 11 year old, so it'll be young, real young. I hope they at least get like a no name independent well, you know, actress. Of course. I think that would be the best yeah. route. Not yes. some like Disney character. Well, no. what's funny is I remember reading that book because when I read it, it had the purple cover because now they have this new cool cover. But when I read it, it was a purple cover with a drawing of a blonde girl. And I read that book so many times when I was in sixth and seventh grade. So many times. I'm trying to think what cover it had. I want to say it had a picture of someone on the front. Actually, the one we have now, it's all white. Oh. And then it's just got like blue writing with like a black streak under it. It's like very generic looking. Okay. And so, because I was giving Olivia the example the other day of like, don't judge a book by its cover. I don't know why we were talking about that. But, <laughs> yeah. um, and I said, if you saw this book sitting at the library, I'm like, would you be interested? And she's like, no. Mm. I said, why? Because it's boring, right? You know, and she's like, yes. I said, but inside, I'm like, it's oh. got all this amazing treasure right amazing like, yes. it's a it's one of the best books i ever read it helped me through puberty it legit well, she did. 
just loves it. She thinks it's hilarious. It and is so, hilarious. Has she walked around starting going, we must, we must, we must increase our bust. Has she done that have, yet? We have not gotten to that part yet. Oh, it's so fun. She, I think she just likes it so much because it's, it's all her internal thoughts on paper. It's everybody. <laughs> so. See, what's really great too is that she will realize she's not unusual. Like all little girls think this way when they're going into puberty. It's very, it's an embarrassing time. It's an awkward time. And this book is like the Bible to puberty for girls specifically. Right. I love it. I'm so glad she likes it. That's exciting. Yeah, she does. She loves it. Really love it. So anyway, yes. Yeah, so a movie's coming out and I immediately went, God, I'm almost embarrassed. Like I was when I was in sixth grade. Like, I don't know if I want to watch it. That is a little strange though. I mean... I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, I think it's going to be amazing. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. So Miranda Lambert's uh, hunky police officer boyfriend or husband is no mm-hmm. longer a police officer. He has yeah, officially he, retired. He retired at the age of 29 or I don't know how old he is. Yeah. I don't know how old he is. He's not old. He's young. No, 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 no. But he apparently he took a leave of absence in July and then he was moved off patrol and assigned to driving higher ups from his Midtown South precinct when the public attention became too much for cops. Okay, first of all, I think that's a total lie. I don't think that, the, that New York was obsessed with this guy being married to Miranda Lambert, for God's sake. New York is full of celebrities. They're full of huge ass celebrities. Some of the biggest celebrities in the planet live in New York. They were giving this guy shit. Give me a break. Come on. It could have been that just because he's an everyday cop, maybe it was just so distracting that <sighs> like he couldn't do a regular job. You I don't know believe I mean? it. I think it he was his. Be, he couldn't be a beat cop because that's the other thing, too, is he was so young. It's not like he was promoted through the ranks already. Right. So I don't you know, think it has anything to do with attention. I think it was maybe he was distracted. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I just think that, I mean, personally, I think that if people recognized him and they knew what precinct he was in, then they're probably like, oh, can we get a picture? Can we, you know, Paula, no way. There's no way. I do. But that's just my opinion. But he's been doing her her security detail anyway. So. So now he is in charge of her security full time and he no longer is. He's just a retired cop now. Why would he be in charge of her security? I mean, that's the only thing I would think is like, yeah, he's a cop from New York, but I mean, he's still really young. There's other security companies that have like, like combined, like hundreds of years of experience that I would much rather have on my security. Why don't you, why don't you reach out to Miranda Lambert and ask her? (laughs) Maybe she has a good answer for you. Like, I don't know. What would you think? I mean, it's her husband and he needs a job. (laughs) I mean, now he goes on tour with her everywhere because he's in charge of security. And he was in charge of her security when she showed up at Good Morning America in November. And that's how they met. Yeah. Maybe he's really good at it. I have no idea. I have nothing. I know nothing about this little boy. There's that. So finally, Claire Crawley, who is 38 years old, she's a hairstylist from Sacramento, is the new bachelorette this coming season. And it's a big deal because there's been a ton of backlash on these 22 and 23 year old girls that have been that normally are the bachelorette they're like they're too fucking young nobody know nobody really is interested in marriage at that age so what are we doing so abc pulled from the files this woman who apparently was very popular i didn't watch back then but apparently she was very popular so she was announced this morning as the new bachelorette filming starts in may i will watch first of all sacramento second and i I was going to ask if my hairstylist knows her I'm I was dying just to know. Say, well, does Neil know her? Probably. So I'm definitely going to ask him. 38. 
Whoa, yeah. she's an old one. She is, but they're like, it's kind of the, the trend now because women are waiting to get married now. They're not doing it like they did back in the you know, old days where they get married right out of high school, they're establishing a career, they're, you know, getting their own independence, and then they start looking for marriage. So Does she I, have kids? No. No, she doesn't. Apparently, she was on a couple of other renditions of, uh, you know, she was on Bachelor in Paradise twice, and then she was on some winter one that they had that I've never heard of before, and in that one, she actually fell in love with some Frenchman, and it lasted for a couple of years, and then it fell apart. So... We'll see. You know, the thing is, is these people who go on these shows to find love, I just don't know how serious they are about actually finding it. I don't know. I don't know. It just seems a little superficial to me. But she's all I think I think there's gonna be a lot of boy toy talk. I think, um, you know, some 24 year old kid is gonna, you know, strike her fancy and it'll be interesting to watch. Yeah, but I mean, that right there just tells you it's it like goes from serious to not serious. Exactly. We'll see. And then of course I saw something today that said, is this what they meant by bachelor senior edition? <laughs> it made me laugh. Well, I know you like the whole, uh, I do not, not even series. I mean, what, I mean, they have, it's like the 90 day fiance. There's like 15 yes. spinoffs. Yes, so. there is. There is. I don't even know who's getting married to who anymore, but I mean, I watched a, what, where they all sit on the couch the other day and it was like the same three couples so I'm just like right. are these people getting married or not it's been going on for like five years yeah you guys have been fiancés for a very long time I'm like that one lady the blonde lady I'm like she's just getting freaking older and older <laughs> yeah I know so anyway I will absolutely be tuning in to see what's the what Um, I it's a show that I absolutely love to hate I judge it every second it's like you know how it is I'll tell you how it is I feel the same way I feel when I watch the pageant shows when I watch Miss America or Miss USA and I'm just harshly critical of every single thread on some person's body including the Mm -hmm. judges and the and the families in the crowd that's how I feel when I watch The Bachelorette that is exactly the feeling that I get Mm. when I watch it so maybe that's why I like it and trust I know what I look like in the mirror I am not comparing myself but there is we are very judgy and we're really fucking good at it now I have never seen a full season or even an episode of The Bachelorette where it's a bunch of dudes looking vying for one woman i've only seen a bunch of women vying for one dude which i have far more judgment on so i'm 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 so curious how i'm gonna feel about all the men it'll be really Mm. interesting so for me it's an experiment i'm looking forward to it i i will only give you the basics when absolutely necessary so we don't bombard but there's a gajillion bachelor bachelorette podcasts that you can check on so (laughs) Okay. <laughs> not you. I was talking to other people, not oh, you. Okay. Okay. But people who are listening, a lot of them already know. So it's fine. It's fine. You know, the thing that bugs me, I mean, it doesn't bug me, but I guess it's just kind of like, there's just so much emphasis put on looks on those shows. Yeah. And I don't feel like it's really like that in the real world. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, you don't like dress to impress or anything like that. But like in the real dating world, it's okay to not be perfect, you know, and you you don't wear formal wear to dinner and, you know, have your hair like get completely blown out every time you step out of the house. And it's a television show and it's very it's heavily scripted. It's I don't nobody's nobody's making nobody's saying anything like, oh, this is what I look like all the time. Like, it's clear that this is like a pageant. Well, and that's the other thing, too, is it's just like, you know, are there ever any, like, dumb girls or... Oh, my God, they're all dumb. 
Okay. In fact, okay. the smart ones stand out, and the the smart ones end up getting escorted off very early because they're That's not what interested. I was gonna say it's just, just like I bet you the smart ones like they're just like I don't like her. She's she's probably like a you know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Just, you know, a man or something. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, the most recent in the most recent, there was an attorney. She was 27, completely age appropriate, surrounded by 23 year olds. And he, she got she did not get chosen. She got sent home because she was calling the dude on his shit. And he was like, wait a minute. You don't mean you mean you don't worship me? She goes, why does it have to be like that? And he's like, bye, bitch. And everybody was like, what a fucking asshole. But she was just a woman, an actual woman, and he mm-hmm. wanted someone who will worship the ground he walks on. And so it's like, okay, well, it's clear what you like, fine, but that's not re- that's not reality. This woman was reality, and she didn't like him. She actually, she legit, she's like, you know, I met you once, you were fine, but now it's like, eh, you know what I mean? And that's it should, real. It should call it unreality TV. <laughs> it uh, seriously. I'm with you. That would be a perfect example. Perfect. Perfect. Because if they think you walk into a bar and that's what it looks like, it's not. <laughs> Download Tinder and spend 20 minutes looking at what's available. This is not Timmy, The Bachelor. <laughs> I have no, I have no desire to do that whatsoever. Right. My profile picture would be Beaker and <laughs> I would say my headline would be like, you know, I like to spend time with my significant other, Dr. Honeydew. And right. They'd be like, I don't know. I would just put in like the bare minimums just so I could search. But right. It would be like no way to actually directly contact me. Okay, enough of that. Let's go into Paula's world. What is the okay? you you have to explain what a secret FB club is. Okay, so it's a secret Facebook club. Yeah, no, I get it. But I don't know. (laughs) Sometimes like I don't know how long ago it was. Someone sent me because they know I like really inappropriate memes, like really inappropriate ones. Yeah. So someone had sent me one and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like, that is so funny. I'm like, where do you find these? And they're just like, I belong to this meme Facebook group. And I'm Mm. like, what's it called? And they're just like, you know, like filthy, dirty memes or something like Mm. that. And I'm just like, really? And I'm like, how do you, well, where is it? I, I want to like it. And he's like, well, you don't like it. You have to join. And I'm just like, yeah. you can join? I went searching for it. And there's like all these groups that right. you can like join. But it's not just memes. I'm like, it's everything. It's just Reddit on Facebook. Well, and then that's how I ended up joining that parasite group, which mm. by the way, no one posts anything on there. I'm going to undo it. Oh yeah. Because... You have to leave because they're all defunct now. Oh, are they? Oh is that yeah. What I'm like, yeah. you know, maybe occasionally I'll, you know, something will pop up, but it's like a picture of a worm. And I'm like, this is stupid. I'm like, yeah, I no, they're, and those people, of your worms. those people are mentally ill. They're not normal. That's not, it's, they're, yeah, that it's, they, they basically de, de classified or, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so all of those groups are kind of falling down. There was, I think there's a couple that have like 30 people in them. Like they're really small. Really, Let's really see. small. Mm-hmm. Well, the one I belong to still has uh, 1,400 members. Mm, but... That's small. That's actually really small. Oh, I know why I don't get anything. I unfollowed it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got tired of looking. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that because I wonder if it was innuendo because Facebook's been really pushing Facebook groups, like hardcore. They're, they like put a marketing campaign together saying, oh, you should join, you know, all these great Facebook groups. I can only assume it's in an effort to keep people there and not going to Reddit, which they never will because Reddit is the ruler of all rules when it comes to shitty, gross, funny memes and forums and groups and all that stuff. It's an amazing, amazing site. Yeah, you know, I look at Reddit, but God, there are some really dumb people on there, Jamie. 
Uh, well, it just depends on what groups you join. I just join the groups that that appeal to me, and then I just move on. I don't follow regular stuff. Well, I follow like the medical ones. So, like, I belong to this OBGYN group, mm. and there are some girls there that just ask some really dumb questions. And I'm well, just like, this is upsetting. It may be, but I mean, think about it. I remember Mom once lectured me on this, and and I really took it to heart. We are so unaware how educated we are in even in our own our own state California there it may have a lot of problems but we have resources and the education of things that some others do not for example if you go to places like I don't know the south where the education level is very low um, there are impoverished communities that do not have access to the stuff that we do about nutrition or sex or um, you know, mental health or just traditionally the way they live. They do not have access to the education that we were, had the privilege of having access to. And it's really clear. I mean, but they still have access to the internet. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, they like do. Girl... But they also have no concept. Some people literally don't know where to turn for things. And that's why they turn to places like Reddit. Anyway, okay, so now the Girl Scouts online ordering has ended. And of course, last night I get a request. Hey, can I buy Girl Scouts you know cookies what? online? It's, n- it's not over. It's not oh, over. Okay. I, okay, you know what? I, I will have to talk to you this about privately. What? I think, I think I'm being snubbed. Snubbed by who? One of the uh, moms in the Girl Scout group. What do you mean? I will talk to you about this privately. Oh. There's a lot of missive. I... I Oh, do you think they're like trying to keep you from participating? No, I think I'm just getting a lot of misinformation. And so I'm being kept in the dark about a lot of things. And so I'll give you an example. So all weekend we were selling Girl Scout cookies. And I was taking a picture of myself with the cookies, making, you know, very inappropriate comments and about, you know, selling cookies like food innuendos and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, we'll be here from five to six at blah, 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 selling cookies, you know, come down, da, 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 da. And so the two heads of the, the, the troop were there watching me do this. And so last night we were at the, the place we were selling and the one who actually, actually happens to be our veterinarian, I was telling her that what if we like printed our, our website? So, cause we've run out of some cookies and okay. I said, well, what if we printed our website and they can just go and order? Cause this was when I thought the website was closed. Cause I mm-hmm. thought I was given a different date. But apparently it's still open. So we can still order online. Okay. She's just like, yeah. She's all, you know, they're super strict about how you can sell cookies. I'm like, oh, really? And she's like, yeah. She's like, you know, like we can sell them from our group page on Facebook. But from like your personal page, you're not supposed to like post where you're at and, you know, tell your uh, friends to come down and buy and everything. Like why? That. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. She says, it's just really strict about that. So I'm like, oh, so like what I've been doing for the past three days. <laughs> she says, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Coincidentally, the day before, I got an Instagram request from a particular mom. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, isn't that convenient? I wonder if they wanted to see what I had been posting. Did you did you take her? Well, initially I did. But then after I heard this, I'm like, fuck that. I I deleted it. Good. And because I'm just like, I'm not going to get involved in that shit. I'm just not going to do it. it'll, It'll make me mad. And I'll ruin it for Olivia. And right. I, just, I know right. I will. Yeah. All right. Well, well, then maybe we'll, we'll put the link back up and tell everybody yes. um, that you can still make some more sales. I'm sure it's it's forbidden, but, you know. N- no, we're doing it. Fuck that. I'm, we're doing it. I don't it. care. I, uh, so I didn't bring up. I'm like, well, I'm sure I'm not supposed to talk about it on my filthy podcast. But, you know. <laughs> 
hey, we are not filthy. We are just open and and honest. That's why every episode has the word explicit next to it. That's because we use swear words. If we stop using swear words, we could take the explicit off. But I refuse. I refuse to conform. No, I'm going to say whatever the hell I want. Well, if the, if they said anything, I'd be like, well, what were you doing listening to an explicit podcast? Yeah. Dang it. Mr. Do-Gooder. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, before we go into the ugly and awkward moments of the week, very quickly, the time change comes next week. Ugh. I am so sad. I'm like, when are we going to get this thing passed where we just don't have to do this anymore? Twice a year, we have to deal with the changing of the, the hour. And mm-hmm. the spring one is the yucky one. You know, because you're going to wake up at, you know, six in the morning. It's going to feel like five in the morning or something. Mm-hmm. The spring forward. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy. Mom and I used to get in arguments every, twice a year. This is the good one, Jamie. I'm like, no, it isn't. It's spring forward. And the only good one is the fallback. The fallback is the best. Although I don't like how dark it is, but I do love the extra hour of sleep. It's nice. You know, it doesn't matter to me. Winter is Mm-mm. winter. Yeah. I, I don't really care what time it is. It's dark. It's dark. It's yeah. cloudy. It's cloudy. It's, you know, it's, it's, right. just, it's all blah. I hate being robbed of this hour. And I know there are some weirdos who just love it. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? I, I know I'm exhausted. I wish I was one of those people that woke up at 5 a.m. and felt good. But oh I mean, God. the only reason I get, why I feel no. good waking up at 5 a.m. is because I know I'm going to go drain my bladder. But I mean, <laughs> that's that's about it. If I had to get up and do stuff like there have been times where I've had to get up at five in the morning to shower and be prepared to be somewhere like at the airport to f- get on a plane at seven. That's different. That's like a special occasion. It feels not in my house and it oh, feels way. horrible. And it's like I get up and I'm just sitting there. I have never been so hostile than the day that I had to get on a plane at five in the morning uh, to New York. And and Daryl was like, I said, don't touch me. Don't speak to me. He's like, well, you want a coffee? I'm like, I want nothing. I'm exhausted under these fluorescent lights watching people do yoga. It's ridiculous. I was outraged. If I want something, I will get it myself. Leave me alone. <laughs> when I start talking to you, that's when it's okay to talk. But until that happens, just just pretend like I'm not here. He, I, it was. It's moments like that where he forgets how mean i can be because i really control <laughs> you it quite are a bit meaner than a steak bite i am very very mean and he just doesn't see it that often so when he sees like oh my god see anyway in honor in honor of the time change and things of that just like what you said we're doing ugly and awkward moments oh god edition oh god i know right <laughs> so well, I, I already had one of those but oh <laughs> yes you did. remember when i felt i was taking that medication and i was taking naps in my car at lunch oh my god and i set my alarm but i must have slept through it so two and a half la- two and a half hours later my boss called me he's like are you all right <laughs> okay like, what time is it where are you he says 2 30 i'm like i'm coming okay so i have three for you today here's the first one interestingly it says I had about two hours to kill before a huge meeting with an important person, so I decided to take a short nap. I woke up eight hours later. (laughs) Can you even imagine? Eight hours. Eight hours. I'm like two hours. That's like that's like a night. He got fired. (laughs) Oh. Well, Paula, missing an I missed a meeting. I mean, that's a long ass time. Did he wake up at like three a.m. or something? I have no idea. I mean, and what did he do? Go home for lunch and then just that's it. 
That's crazy. What do you do? I mean, you, you God, that's serious. <laughs> <laughs> that's like I w- I partied all night and decided to go to work and went. Oh, you know, I'm just gonna take a two hour rest. Well, you know, people were walking to their cars and saw someone in there, and he's wake up, pull up his chair, and like his hair's poking up in the back, and he's just kind of like, "What? Where am I? Who is this?" Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. That's really bad. Okay, here's the next one. Uh, I woke up with the alarm clock, hopped out of bed, showered, and headed to work. Walked into the office, cheerily greeted everyone with the usual good morning, then became aware that everyone was staring at me, including a very angry boss who demanded to know where I had been all morning. It turned out that my phone had, for no particular reason, changed the time, and it was only my genuine and completely oblivious astonishment and ability to show the time on my phone that meant that I didn't get in trouble. I was so confused." Her phone changed time zones and she showed up three hours late to work. Oh, that has happened to me, actually, where it wasn't. I mean, this was before the phones, but I showed up, forgot about the time change, showed up a a full hour late. And when where I worked, you couldn't even be a minute late. Yeah. Like it was really serious. And they're like what happened to you? And I'm just like, um, but when I showed every, when I proved it, they were like, all right, well, we'll let it go. I'm so glad I got fired from that job. Oh yeah, really? God. That was like the, it was a blessing in disguise. It really was. I have no, I am no worker bee where I have to be, you know, chained to a time clock. It's just not for me. I'm just not that person. I'm I mean, some either. people are good at it. I just can't. No, I've never been good at it, but I've always had jobs like that. <laughs> <laughs> well that's because they're the easiest to obtain that's the thing it's like we get we're like okay cool and if you're good at it you can you get paid good well the thing is but is that like not. i've always had jobs like that but the job i've had never really requires that and so i just i've right. never understood that i'm just like why do i have to be here at 8 a.m you know and they're just like well that's what everybody else is here i'm like so if i show up at 8 15 it's really a deal breaker you know i'm just like yeah, I just I, I never understood. I'm like, plus or minus 15 minutes. What's the big deal? They're like, OK, we both know it's not going to be minus 15 minutes. I'm like, OK, I, I agree with that. But <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> there has to be a line drawn in the sand, Paula. Apparently so. <laughs> yes. And I'm just like, oh, 15 oh, minutes. I know. OK, so here's the last one. And uh, those in the military will probably understand this far more than I how serious this was. But I thought it was interesting. So I worked, I was in the Navy. Mm-hmm. I got cut away for the night to return the next day. Oh, okay. Only I didn't, when I, I didn't hear the, I didn't hear the last part. So I got blackout drunk at a shipmate's house, <laughs> slept through till one o'clock in the <gasps> afternoon. Oh my God. The ship went into emergency protocol for a missing person. Oh, no. Notified the police, hospital and morgue. I was deemed a missing person, had my next of kin and landlord called. I turned on my phone to about 40 missed calls and messages. I finally got back to the ship. Luckily, they did not breathalyze me. (laughs) You know what? They must have been on mission and they just had stopped at port because. Yes, that's what it sounds like. Because if they were not like active, then it would have just been like a not big deal. They wouldn't have gone to those extreme measures. Right. But if they were like active, like, you know deployment or something like that Mm -hmm. then they can't just have like a missing soldier somewhere in some freaking country you know what i mean no so oh they they were panicking i'm sure that's weird that he was by himself though because most of the time you really are supposed to go in groups so it sounds like he wasn't very good at his job anyway clearly so (laughs) i don't know but it doesn't sound like he probably was a seaman Clearly, he was not surrounded by his own semen. He was surrounded by somebody else's. Gross. He probably got so. like, you know, herpes or something. Ew. I don't know. Is that normal? I, I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, 
they he cut loose and he didn't realize he had to come back the next day apparently i don't know how that happens but maybe he thought it was a 24-hour pass and, and it was only a 12 yeah, yeah. so right it's like pre- go out go you know get laid and come back but formations at 6 a.m you know or whatever right so right. oh my god anyway so before we close out in honor of james lipton and in honor of our one of our worst downloaded episodes of all time mm. i'm going to ask you a couple of the questions that he asked at the end a couple okay what is your favorite word Right now, sex. <laughs> okay. Uh, what sound... I'm not going to ask you that because I already know what it is. What's your favorite curse word? Fuck. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Um, being a lawyer. Ooh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. What profession would you never want to do? Mm, never, never. Gosh, that's a tough one. Um, probably something really like demeaning, Mm. Uh, you know what? Probably like, no, I would never want to give pedicures. Yeah. I mean, I see, I see something probably like, I don't know, be like a, either like a podiatrist or like a proctologist or something like that. Well, proctologist, I wouldn't, it wouldn't bother me as much, but I can't, you wouldn't mind working with asshole. I mean, like, <laughs> literally working with buttholes all day. No, because it's just an entrance into the entrails. That's really all it is. Or, so. you know what? I think I would really hate working at a daycare or owning a daycare. Ugh. <laughs> you know, I I, I would put um, I, podiatry is doctor. So that is different. I could never do the manicure pedicure thing. I could never do it in a million years. Would I sit and want to sit in front of some two-ton Tessie doing her or his feet? That disgusts me. I couldn't do like an in-home daycare, like where it's at my house and I had like, you know, four to whatever children at my house for 12 hours a day, five days a week. I could not I can do that. Only, I just envision dirty mouths, lots well, of just sticky diapers, jelly. Sick boogers. You know, lots as, of apple as juice. Sebastian said, the saloon door. <laughs> <laughs> With that kid's booger. <laughs> the idea, okay, so for you, it's that. For me, the idea of touching any human being who walked in off the street in flip-flops <laughs> or Ugg boots or Crocs and then sitting down and telling them, you know, their rank spuds in my face but at least you could wear like kitchen gloves couldn't you i would wear more than that i would look like i was fighting the coronavirus (laughs) i was just gonna say you're gonna come in like a biohazard suit i'll be in all white with a helmet and they'll be like uh okay all right mr so-and-so i'm here to do disgusting hurry i am your manicurist (laughs) (laughs) they'd be like oh my god i'd be like no this is what this is what everyone no that's just how she dresses every day (laughs) but she'll give you a damn good manicure and pedicure no none of that ever if someone said if i got in trouble and they said my punishment was to do pedicures for a year i would say i'll take the zero put me in jail i don't want to do it okay what if they said five years in prison or one years of pedicures Oh, God. (laughs) The fact that you have to think about it is that bad. (laughs) I would do the pedicures as long as I could dress and wear exactly what I wanted. It would have to be, like, legit. Same costume, one year of pedicures, or five years of prison. 
I'll take the pedicures, but I don't want to. I, I, if a judge said You'd it to me, I'm like, like, what are you, you doing to me? What if you had to like clip toenails? And oh stuff? my God, maybe five years. <laughs> because I could get off for good behavior, at least with the five years. Well, I could get out. Oh God, you'd be out in six months. <laughs> I'd be out in three. Are you kidding? 11 Seriously. days. I'd be out. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. All right, Minor, you've done your three hours. You're <laughs> oh, out of here. Thank God. Thank you. Oh God, I just feel vomitous. I know that somebody's like, "Oh, it's so fine. It's so uh, uh, you're not the woman doing it to you." So, I'll never forget no. the one time I saw Presme. I almost threw up. I worked for this. Um, well, we hired people who also had done previous like medical services, mm-hmm. and one of the bullet points was is had previously clipped diabetic toenails. And I no! was just like, <laughs> "What does that even mean?" I don't know. I don't know if diabetic people have special uh, toenails or... Well, they do have... I think... Okay. I think there's a thickening and it's not their fault. Is well, it is what it I is. know you have to be careful because yes. you have to be careful with wounds on um, yes. like the extremities of people with diabetes. True, Because true. of the circulation issues. So... Um, <sighs> I understand it's weird that, there's that a profession. There, well, there Ooh. might be a particular training. I I, I, I would understand oh, I'm that. Sure of it. But when I first read that, I was like, oh my god, because I wasn't prepared. You know, you know, either, if I was an industrious person who really wanted to get out there and create a niche for myself, I would definitely get trained in this because you probably make a fortune. But I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I'm not gonna like do if it. Specialized in you know diabetic care. Diabetic, diabetic leg and foot care I manicure can see pedicure yeah what yes <laughs> never <Paula. mind. laughs> what's your what's the name of your salon sugars <laughs> glucose <laughs> welcome to glucose glucose i can't even say glucose <laughs> Welcome to Glucose. <laughs> How can I help you, sugar? God. God, that's so bad. I, I think, well, Daryl will know if that should be cut out or not. We're not making fun of diabetics. No, but is it? Well, never mind. All I know is that if people specialize in any kind of thing that requires special health, you know, healthcare specialization, it is a niche and man, do we need it. Every the, the medical world is so hungry for specialized care because yeah. there's just such a, such a variety now, and you can't just go to a doctor and just get your needs met anymore. You have to assemble a team. Like, and hey, so, what if you put your spuds on the, the <laughs> exam table? Clip me. What do I do with this? They'll be like, well. Interestingly, I know someone who specializes in this. Okay, so that show I was watching the the, my feet, my feet are killing me. Yes, this guy, he had such bad toenail fungus that they were like he was clipping them down, and he had to use like because the nails were so thick, he had to use like this little saw, like it was a little circular saw. The reason why he was there is. His wife made him go because he said she won't let me go to bed unless I'm wearing socks. <laughs> <laughs> and so when they were in there, when he was done, everyone was waving their hands in front of their face because <gasps> it was so cloudy in there. God. Oh, my God. And the doctor's like, yeah, it's a little foggy in here. What? And I was Paula. like, why isn't anybody wearing a mask? No one was wearing any kind of covering? So I would have left. I would have been like, I'm out of here. Oh, yeah. I would have been like, listen, there's a lot of things I can handle. I'm no. going to excuse myself. I, I can't do this. I would have called. I would have texted him. I would have been like, <laughs> I'm in the waiting room. I'm scared. Oh, the wife was in there? 
Yes. Oh, she, hell no. Well, they do this whole thing. Like, they call it the big... They don't call it, but I call it the big reveal. They oh, make Jesus. the doctor take off their shoes and socks. And so... Because ordinarily, I'm sure they'd walk in there and they'd already be barefooted. Sure. But they're just like, well, let's see what we've got here. And so it walks to show the doctor take off their tennis shoes. And, like, there's, <laughs> they peel their socks down. And usually there's like, you see flakes flying off and things okay. like that, you know. And then all of a sudden they get to the toes and it's just, it goes a little bit slower. And then it's just like, Da-da-da! and then it's like, Duh. and then you see these like, ah! you know what I, exactly. Yeah. Oh it's God. like the thriller video. She's like, ah! oh my God. <laughs> But well, the fact that it was so dusty in there, no. that it like created a cloud. I was just like, "That's, that's like, a lot of that's, that's fungus dust." That's a, that's a lot of bacteria floating around in, amongst mean, one's lungs. Even when I you can't. get your nails done, they they flip that switch and you hear the yeah, you know, they blow. You know, they they suck you know, it there's out. A, there's a fan or a suction somewhere. Oh my it's god! I can't. Okay, I. I don't know what kind of doctor this is. Is his first name doctor? <laughs> his first name. Well, he's really cute, by the way. But um, of course. I don't know what he is. <laughs> God. I just, I'm just like, how can God, he's going to come up with some kind of weird chest cancer when he's old. Kind of like, you know, some pedi- kind of fungal. Podiotrema, you know, <laughs> yes. cancer. Buried deep in his lungs because of all the inhalation of fungal from dust. Podiotrema, because you were a podiatrist, please call 444-4444. Oh, <clears throat> Again, you totally could be owed compensation. These things are necessary <laughs> in life. I mean, if this guy didn't have a podiatrist, what would he do? He'd be single with his gross toes. At least now it can be rectified. But, you know, here's the deal. And it seems predominantly men that uh, that just allow things to just rot on their bodies before they'll ever consider a doctor looking at it. I don't understand. Yeah, unless I don't they get a, an ingrown hair on their penis. They're like, oh, my God. Like, like no, it's an ingrown hair from when you tried to shave the other day. You when you're trying, when you're trying to manscape with you know, a trying one to be blade, because like, well, you're a trying- cheap bastard. It's <laughs> like seriously. <laughs> you so. use the you use the brown bic with a one blade that you got at the dollar store because you thought like, all of a sudden you know you watched porn last night. And you're like, hey, thought, I think hey, I could look like that. Hey, dick my dick so will look bigger. My dick looks a lot bigger when there's no hair around it. <laughs> yeah, just wait until this afternoon when you're covered in acne. <laughs> <laughs> Those are called razor bumps. Get used to it. He's yeah. like, oh, it's just so bad. It hurts. Well, what can I or do? it's like nothing. It's like, well, I, 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 go- I googled my symptoms, and it seems that I either have a small cancer mole, no. or it's, it's, I think, v- it's venereal disease. I think you gave me HPV. I'm like, oh, <sighs> I did. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Fine, let me Remember look. That oh, that's guy is you it. Dated five years ago. I think you gave me HPV. <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh, it was me. Sure. It's like if I saw an ingrown hair with a white head on someone's ball sack, I'd be like, please let me do that. I'd be like, hold please on, let, let me, me take do a that. Look. Oh, oh, ouch, please. Oh, look, look, it's gone. You're Let me cured. get that needle. Let me lift that thing. between my thumbs. Oh, my God. <laughs> Probably the most satisfying pop of my life. <laughs> Seriously. <sighs> anyway. All right. Well, that's all I have like, for today. The tool? I'm like, I got your tools right here. <laughs> I know. Okay. Well, that's all we have for. I have for today. Yes. I, I believe that's all I have. Is, I have a little spit thing on my filter. Sorry. Oh, disgusting. I was laughing too hard and talking I know. It, it was very funny. Well, that's it for us today. Have a fabulous rest of your week. We will see you on Sunday. And uh, I guess that's all. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth. 